Welcome to the Empowered Empath Podcast. My name is Ashley Jones, and I'm an energy mentor and plant medicine practitioner. My goal with this podcast is aiding you in your own discovery of finding the tools you need to pass down a prodigy, provide you with the prep work to shatter old belief systems, and to teach you to establish new foundations to lead yourself and the collective into a new level of consciousness where we can rewild and redefine the definition of what it is to be an empath. Let this podcast guide you to the new era of empaths that epically pave the way of their own healing so together we can each establish and own our own creator power and bear witness to the new age through healing and manifestation. Welcome to the new awakening. Welcome everyone to podcast episode 13 of Empowered Empaths. I am so excited to be here. Uh, Obviously it's going to be a juicy one. It's number 13 and I am here for it. I am actually co-hosting for the first time with someone who is near and dear to me, and I will let her introduce herself. Emily, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for um, the conversation that we're about to have. I know it's going to be juicy, as always, and I'm really excited about the topics we're going to cover. But um, yeah, for those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Emily. I'm an author, a speaker, and a spiritual alignment coach. And I like to say that I basically am a teacher of advanced manifestation now because I teach on the harder parts, the trickier parts of manifestation, which are embodiment and surrender. And I know we're going to be talking all about surrender today. So I'm super excited about that. And I essentially help my clients to do what they love, to do their soul's work and do it abundantly and manifest with a lot more ease and flow, which comes as a natural Mm. byproduct of doing your soul's work. So they just go hand in hand. I love it. I love it. All right. So today's topic, we are going to be basically talking about surrendering and energy exchange and how it works with empath and highly sensitive people and why you need to be in on the know. So Em, if you Mm. just want to kind of touch base, I want to kind of talk back and forth about really what surrendering is, um, what it means, who it's for, and how we can basically get there even as empaths and highly sensitive people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about first why, well, let's talk about why surrender is important. And then I'll talk about why it's so hard and why it's so hard for empaths even, even more so. So surrender is an essential part of the manifestation process of life, really, of everything because we need to yes we need to take our action steps we need to use our intuition let it guide us do our inspired actions but then there's also the need for letting go and letting god or letting the universe or source whatever word you want to say right there's a higher power that we need to trust even if it's just the force of life that life always knows better than us and the highest good is always 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 working even when it doesn't look like it's working. And so if you don't surrender and trust that life knows better than you, you can end up for one, burning yourself out and exhausting yourself because you feel like you are going everything alone. You have to kind of pick up all the pieces and carry this weight on your shoulders alone of whether it's creating money, um, you know, trying to find your purpose, trying to just survive day to day, be in relationships, all the things that make life beautiful and also hard sometimes. 
when you're trying to go it alone and you're not realizing that there's a bigger force at play, that's obviously very exhausting. And then also what can happen is you can get in the way of the highest good and of what's meant to be because you let your ego and your fear lead you instead of trusting, oh wait, something bigger is at play, letting things unfold even greater than you could have imagined them, imagined them happening. So I run into this a lot because I work with a lot of clients who are big manifestation junkies. They got their vision boards, they've got their ambitions and goals and plans and dreams. And that was totally me. And so they're like, no, 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 it's going to happen like this. I'm going to have this by the time I'm this age. And I got to check off all the things on my vision board and it's going to go this way and I'm going to manifest it. And that's great. But then you're not making any space for something even better to come in. And it does come Mm -hmm. in when you let go a little bit. So that's why surrender is important. Yeah, it's so true. I just read a quote the other day and it was like, and like, now I'm like super living by it. It was like, what are you like? Why are you rushing in doing the things that you love? And like, that's how I'm looking at my business now. And it's like, cause I was like, you know, I have to, I have to be um, full-time doing this or like, I have to show up in this relationship like this or show up in life like this. And like, just, I'm very like future forward. That's probably one of my, (laughs) like one of my um, core qualities. I'm like, I've read, I've read all the books and like living in the now and like, you know, all that and surrendering. But like, sometimes I just get in my head and I'm like, no, no. But it's like, honestly, like, what is the rush in loving what you do? And it's so, so true. Like, you know, like, why are you, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with planning for the future, but be open to like, what can happen. And don't just box yourself in like, why put a cap on like what you can make or how you can show up or who you are as an individual, you know, like, Mm -hmm. why are you like, we, we talk about like, living outside of the box all the time but we're like our greatest <laughs> our greatest uh you know um like I guess bullies towards ourselves when it comes yeah. to boxing ourselves and we're we're just there and it's like okay nobody else can box me in but let me let me just put the little box around me right now and I'll stay in it yeah. and that's how we're gonna live our life and it's so true like you know um yeah. we really just need to be open to how things are gonna show up because you know we like you said we don't always know um how things are going to show up but when we when we let go things just show up so much more beautifully than we could ever imagine and then our minds are even more blown you know and exactly and um a lot of um a lot comes with that and I want to touch base on um (laughs) I'm so excited we're like starting the season of fall and everything and it's September 1st right now when we're recording and um I I used to love fall just because of like the feeling it gave like the freshness the crisp Mm -hmm. air um Halloween and everything and then I made the connection like this is the season of shedding what it no longer serves you Mm -hmm. and I'm like yes like no wonder why I love it like let's embrace it and you know and and we're in Saturn retrograde right now too um so we're being like questioned by the universe hey you want to make it to the next level? How are you going to get there? And we're like, no, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm going to do it. And we, we, we think that um, certain people have to stay in our lives. Certain jobs have to stay in our lives that we have to live a certain way to make it to the next level instead of just being open. And, you know, I read another quote the other day and it was like, level up so hard that people have to get to know you again. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. Like we, we literally are like, oh, but if I let go of this, then like, how else am I going to get there? Or what else? And, you know, I have to give myself kudos because um, 
I've always been the type of person that I know it's like, yeah, I get scared like everybody else. I get uncomfortable when it comes to leveling up. Um, yeah. But I've always been the type of person where it's like, okay, if it doesn't serve me any longer, I don't care if it's the love of my life or they think through the love of my life or this job that I need, like whatever I am open yeah. to the opportunity. And I have to give myself kudos for that because not everybody can do that. And that's such a key, important role. Would you like to maybe elaborate a little bit more on that? I would love to hear your opinion yeah. on that. Yeah. So many things I want to unpack about that, like the the new mm. identity, letting people get to know you again. There's so much here. Um, but yeah, you hit the nail on the head about the surrendering and being open to something even greater because everything that's manifested into my life that has been like my favorite things my favorite travel, my favorite cities in Europe, the place I live, my amazing husband. None of that was on my vision board ever. I didn't like make a list of all the qualities my husband's going to have and what he looks like and where he's from. And my dream met, like I never did that. It was just the areas that I was like, so, and this is how, this is kind of how you surrender these were the areas that I just was so certain would happen for my highest good, mm. which I realize not everyone has that, you know, depends on your life experience. Maybe you didn't grow up just knowing, of course, I'm going to find a soulmate. Of course, it's going to be amazing. That was truly my yeah. attitude it was like, of course, I'm going to travel the world. Duh. Like, I just know it's yeah. going to happen. And I'm not worried about it. Like, I'm truly not worried about it. Yeah. So therefore, it wasn't even on my vision board. And then it showed mm. up even better than I could have imagined because I was literally so detached and just certain about it. And then yes. there's areas in my life where I have more trouble detaching, like with my yes. business and with income goals and with certain mm-hmm. milestones. So that's where I'm working now on just getting into that, of course, attitude. And it's going to be even better than I could have imagined. And like just enjoying the moment, like you said, because if you're living your passion anyways, so this is the other key to how to surrender is have so much fun doing your soul's work, have so much fun doing what lights you up that you are literally not worried about anything else. You're so distracted having fun doing Mm. your soul's work. It's like anything else that comes your way is just bonus. It's just bonus. Yes. So, and then in regards to the identity shift, I love that quote that you shared about people having to get to know you again, because that's really what it takes is for the embodiment piece that I teach. So like embodiment and then surrender. Instead of holding the vibration, which a lot of law of attraction teachers will tell you is like, you need to be a vibrational match to your desires, right? So you need to think the thoughts and feel the feelings as if you already have it. And you're kind of faking it until you make it in a sense, right? Mm -hmm. So feel it in your body, pretend it's yours, see yourself having the thing. And this is how I used to teach as well until I discovered a better way, which is just about instead of holding the vibe, you Mm. be the vibe. So it's about Mm. who you are. You don't have to hold something that is you. Like you are just playing at that vibrational level. That's your home. That's where you live. That's what you embody day in and day out. And to get there, yeah, you're going to have to shed some layers. (laughs) You're going to have to remove some ego. You're going to have to remove some unwanted energies and make sure your energy is always being directed towards your love, your abundance, your success, your peace, and your healing. And so I love that you just said it's the season of shedding because it definitely is. And especially empaths, I'm sure, are feeling this collective heaviness, like a roller coaster of emotions. 
And so as empaths, it's even more important that you stop and you shed anything that's not yours to carry because you not only carry your own layers of stuff, you can feel the energies of what everyone else is feeling too. So you have to do even more of that release work. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I, uh, I love that uh, we were talking about um, embodying like that vibe instead of just like staying on it all the time like mm-hmm. the way you like you kind of worded it because like <laughs> honestly like when like I first started studying manifestation I'm like oh god I'm gonna be exhausted so quickly right. because like as for me like um like if people are unfamiliar like I am with human design like I'm a projector I only have like three or four hours of like energy where I'm gonna like you know nail it yeah. every single day and I um even am like created to borrow (laughs) other people's energy yeah yeah so um like I was like oh man like I'm gonna be exhausted and as a projector like when you only have so much energy to work with you're like oh oh damn like and like for me my energy is not consistent so like trying to stay on that vibe and like when people are like oh no like if you don't reach that vibration constantly then you're not gonna be able to manifest whatever you're trying to manifest and I'm like oh good gravy like this is like I'm I'm not gonna be able to manifest anything in my life like this is you know and then I realized too like for human design that I'm not specific at manifesting either like I Mm -hmm. don't need the details I don't need to know if my house is gonna have this and that or like you know uh, I have to put a cap on a certain amount of money that I want or that you know whatever and um like learning that I was just like like literally so much weight was lifted off of me between learning that we um, embody this vibe instead of like, like we, we are being this vibe instead of yes. having to live it. You know what I mean? Hold like, it. yeah. Yeah. Like hold it in us instead of like, mm-hmm. you know, reaching it's that like level because sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It's like, you're carrying something that's not yours and trying to mm-hmm. keep, keep holding it up, holding it up, but it gets heavy after a while, right? You have to drop it. It's mentally exhausting trying to keep your your thoughts and your feelings which are all echo vibrations that much get easily influenced by the 3d world that we live in so even when you're fighting with a partner or you're having stress at work or you have a mean customer you know yelling at you or whatever you have to still try to hold that vibe and be high vibe be high vibe until you get the thing that you're desiring instead of it just being who you are and where you naturally Mm. vibrate and being the human tuning fork which you do oh, by, I love that. yeah. So uh, if you want, I can explain how you do yeah, that absolutely. and how you, how you peel back those layers. So you need to really remove, to be, to be the magnet, to be the, the tuning fork that everything is just naturally drawn to. You need to really fully own your soul gifts and fully let yourself shine and be the soul that you really are. So instead of being all of these roles and living all these stories that were placed upon you that aren't the real you, you need to release and remove them and really step into who you are as a soul, like that identity, not the ego identity that, that divides us based on where we work, how much money we make, what race we are, what gender we are, what sexual preference we have, what country we live in. Like if we're a mom or not, we think all of these things define us but they actually just separate us and we're not separate. We're one, we're one, but the soul has a unique energetic imprint and it's beautiful. Um, and each is unique. So it's uncovering who you really are as a soul 
by removing the layers one by one. So you can simply just sit down and ask. So tune in, you'd put your hand on your heart. I just did this with my, um, my small group that I'm leading, my Soul Legacy ladies. And you just put your hand on your heart. You invite your higher self to come down and be with you, embody you, speak through you. You thank your higher self for the wisdom, for the knowledge, for the truth <laughs> and the highest good always. And then you simply ask um, your higher self to speak through you. And you simply ask, who was I before the world told me who to be? Like, who am I as a soul? And you literally just ask. It so seems so simple, but we never stop to ask even these simplest questions. And then you can either write down or just make note of what comes up. So maybe it's that you're, you're wild, you're free, you're magical, you're playful, you're fun, you're magnetic, you're inspiring, you're a dancer, you're an artist, whatever, whatever comes up. And then you want to ask, what are the roles that were placed upon me or that I've taken on? What are the roles and stories that I've taken on identity, identity wise that aren't the real me? And then you start to hear it's crazy because when I did this with my four ladies in Soul Legacy, it was the total opposite of what they'd said. So one of them had said like wild, free, I'm playful, I'm fun, I'm magnetic, I'm sexy, I'm this and that. And then what roles have been placed on you? She was like controlling, bossy, like stressed all the time. Like mm. I have to be a responsible mom. I have to be like complete opposites, right? And it was wild. Every single person had complete opposites. So that's misalignment. That's you not being aligned with your soul because you let the world tell you you were someone else. And we have to take ownership for where we accepted those roles being placed upon us. And we wore those clothes and we thought they were ours, but they were never ours to wear and to own. But like, if you wore my sweater every day for six months, you're going to forget that it's mine. You're going to think it's start thinking it's yours. Right. So that's mm. what happens with identities. Like take off the freaking sweater. It's not yours. It's not you that you've been wearing it for so long that you think it's you and it's not the real you. So it's really digging and going piece by piece, which roles do I take on? That's not actually me. Um, and it's incredible what you'll find when you do that. And then you'll eventually layer after layer, you'll uncover the real you and you'll let yourself fully be that. And yeah, people will have to get to know you again because it's going to be completely different. Yep. I absolutely adore that so much. That's, I can literally like feel I'm speaking to my soul right now. Yeah. Um, but I love too that like when you were talking about vibration and like being on that level, um, yeah, when like when we're talking about like the vibration itself it's kind of like emotions right so like people are like oh my goal in life is to be happy but happiness is just an emotion it's just temporary yep. yes you know same yes. with like sadness anger all that is just so temporary disgust like you yep. name it it's just so temporary and people are like no well that's my goal in life but like happiness is different for everybody and it's only there temporarily where like your your goal should be authenticity and peace like inner peace yeah. and like how do you get there you know um so I love that yeah. you really touched base with that but like on the vibrational level because it's like you know people are like well I need to stay on that vibe and you don't you know what I mean like so you're just there to yeah. embody it and to just be and that's just such a beautiful 
process to figure out and how to align with that. And I absolutely adore that you're like, "Mm, ask yourself because doing that shadow work, doing that inner work, that inner healing, like so many people don't know where to start or they're Mm -hmm. like, they're so afraid to become friends with their demons. Like we live in a society where it's like, you're only allowed to showcase this bit of yourself or you're only allowed to, you know, wear this mask around somebody else. Like, and you know, like (laughs) I get in trouble at my nine to five job all the time because they're like, (laughs) Ashley, you're too friendly. And I'm like, well, this is me. Like me, like if you're telling me not to be friendly or you're telling me not to laugh at work, like you might as well just tell me to stop breathing because that's who I am. Like, and you know, and I'm really learning to laugh um, a lot lately because I used to like see like laughing as a weakness. And, Mm. um, and it's just, beautiful that I'm able to unleash that and like you know I have to like keep in mind like yes I'm on times because I work out and drive through a lot of the time but at the same time like um the energy exchange is unreal like we bring in a whole lot of tips because like I just mm-hmm. I let my personality out and they're like but you're so blunt and I'm like well yeah like um I'm the kind <laughs> like <laughs> I will I will like raise the vibe but at the same time like I will also treat you like you treat me kind of thing so mm-hmm. um you know and uh I'm, I'm there to deliver like a real customer service experience yeah. Yeah. and with like when in life, like I am here to deliver my soul's experience, like what, it, like mm. whatever that looks like, you know what I mean? Like, and just to like embrace it in that sense too. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it's, uh, it's crazy that we feel so boxed in and it's so nice that like, you know, you and I are teaching others to befriend those demons. Because like I said, like people are like, oh, well, you know, like um, I have to push away the ego. The ego needs to be shut down completely. Or, you know, um, I can only live my life this way. And it's not, it's about literally befriending your demons and like exposing yourself and learning, you know, and turning those lessons into blessings and really just activating that inner soul alignment that inner peace and authenticity and just bringing it and pouring it out and you know like I I do have to um really just honor the people that have been in my life recently um for really just reminding me to a live but also to to be that like quirky silly person and not fit in that box and be weird because I used to be like that when I was younger and you know like even though I wasn't fully authentic then um I just remember like laughing a lot being quirky and like being the weird one and like I used to be like shamed all the time and now I'm like no like I I know like being the weird one being obsessed with Halloween being obsessed with (laughs) dead things and like (laughs) being quirky and like plant medicine and having that knowledge um, and not fitting in that box is just just as beautiful as if you know um I worked at this job or this job or whatever right like just being yeah. fully expressed is just such a beautiful thing and you know like we said it doesn't come easily but once it does it's just it's mind-blowing you know yes uh oh, the freedom the freedom that comes with it is just irreplaceable and like you said, those emotions of, ugh, it drives me nuts when people say, my only goal is to be happy. I just want to be happy. Honestly, it drives me nuts because like you said, <laughs> happiness, it's just a state. It's just an emotion. You can get there anytime. You can access it anytime. Just pull up a happy memory in your head. Boom, you're happy again. Yeah. But it's different because it's temporary and it's different than soul satisfaction and soul joy, which can only... Mm come from being your full authentic self like you've been doing and doing what truly lights you up as a soul that's the only way you can experience 
the next level. Like it doesn't, I can't even call it happiness. You, it doesn't even come close to what we would call happiness that we get from external circumstances or external material things or food or a certain experience where it brings us temporary happiness. This is a fulfillment and a joy on the next level that is lasting, that is irreplaceable, that you cannot compare to anything else that you've ever experienced. And nothing external can ever bring you the same level of joy as being your authentic self and shining. And I love that you're doing it even while you're at a job that I know is not like your ultimate dream job, right? It's your your right now, but you're still showing up fully expresses yourself, all of you, like letting yourself shine and just be who you are. And that's so beautiful. So I'm so proud of you for that because that's not easy to do. Like I've been in an environment where I'm not at my dream job. I like toxic corporate environment and it's felt so scary to like talk about manifestation and like be my full authentic self. Like I'm very spiritual and very, I love mm-hmm. deep conversations. And then here I am in this corporate world where people just want to do their job and go home kind of thing. Um, right. Yeah. Maybe talk about the shallow things or whatever. And there's lots of drama and it was very difficult to express myself in that environment and very scary. So kudos to you for, for being where you are, for accepting where you are and just shining where you are. Cause that's, that's the key. Yeah. Amazing. Back at you, babe. Like it's, it's so true. And you know, and I think that's like part of it is like you said, um, we struggle a lot with like our current environment and that's just yeah. not boxed in with jobs or anything like that. Like, you know, yeah. ideally I would not be living at my parents' house right now. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and people always say to me, like, you got like, no offense towards my family, love them, but like, you got to get out. And I'm like, I get that. But like, you know what, like, I'm just going to embrace what I have right now. Exactly. Um, and just, uh, you know, the rest will come when it needs to and it's just like my belief towards money like I've always believed like you know it's just I might not be rich right now but at the same time like it's never gonna stop showing up for me and that's fully what I believe just like any of my other goals it's just not gonna stop showing up for me and um, so yeah so I just wanted to touch base a little bit on like um so we were talking about like how this specifically affects empaths because you know we're so sensitive we have the capability of not only absorbing our own energy and doing check-ins with that because, <laughs> oh my God, we have, you know, daily yeah. life to live with. Like the other day I was like <laughs> losing my mind at work, like um, just to kind of like paint a little picture. Um, we normally switch order takers twice in that day. It was so frustrating that we switched order takers four times and yeah. And I was like, I can't do this. And like, I felt bad. Um, my one manager snapped at me. I snapped back at her on the floor, which is so unlike me, but it's just like, you know, um, like to be honest, my mental health has been kind of scattered all over the place. Um, yeah. and that goes with shedding everything. And like we said, it's not puppy dogs and rainbows. It's a lot of like, you know, testing you and, you know, like, are you ready for this kind of thing? And um, so with empaths, like not only are we absorbing ourselves, when we go out into the world, we're absorbing anybody with a six foot (laughs) radius around us. Like your aura is penetrating us. It doesn't matter if it's a bookshelf. It doesn't matter if it's a person. Mm -hmm. We are picking up on that vibration. So Mm -hmm. um, just kind of like touching base on that and being able to still level up 
with having those kind of sensitivities when yes. we're only 20% of the world. Like, how do we, how do we get there? How do we kind of keep our head on straight? Um, and let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's not only your own layers and stuff that was placed upon you from childhood, from day-to-day life, from people telling you who you are or experiences trying to shape you into someone that you're not, that you have to release, but also, Sometimes when you're feeling a certain emotion, and one thing I wanted to say too, is that every single emotion, it's actually just a vibration of love. Like it ultimately, it all comes from love. Even hate Mm. is hating something because you're not getting love from it or hating someone because they don't love you. It's all coming from love because that's all there is in, you know, we live in a multidimensional universe and when you're just fully being a soul (laughs) vibrating as a soul there isn't this like huge ray of emotions there's almost like nothingness because you're everything all at once and every single emotion it starts from from unconditional love uh which Mm -hmm. we can't really experience as humans because we are put into different perspectives we all come from one being and then we're split into different uh beings to actually experience the creation that was made from different perspectives So we as humans experience all this ray of emotions and we feel them like these waves, these vibrations, but they're actually all just ripples of ultimately love. So embrace all the emotions. They all come from love. And yeah, as an empath, you get a lot more of them coming at you and you feel them, you take them on. And a lot of times they're not even yours to take on. You can literally even be home all day by yourself and you're feeling like suddenly you're feeling all this heaviness or you're feeling like a depression and you're like, what the hell is happening? I haven't even left my house today. And it's just, you're taking on the collective energy. So it's really important that you sit down, you call back your power, you call back your higher self, mm. you put your hand on your heart, you breathe slowly, you give yourself a moment to breathe which most of us are not doing, which is insane. It's, it's, it literally takes five minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. <laughs> like who cares? Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just do it. I do it every morning now um, just to connect with my soul and then release anything that's mm. weighing on me. So sometimes it's my own stuff and sometimes it's stuff that I'm carrying that's completely someone else's. So just tune in to your soul, close your eyes, feel focus on your heart space. And then you can just ask, what's weighing on my inner being today? Like, what is this? And then you'll hear, or you'll feel what it is. And then you can ask, uh, whose is this? Is this mine? Whose does this belong to? Not that it really matters anyway, if it's yours or if it's Joe Schmoes, it doesn't matter. You're going to release it either way, but you can ask and you'll always get the answers. Like, um, it's sometimes it's nice to know that those feelings, especially if it's like with the mental health stuff, um, Sometimes it's a relief knowing it's not actually yours directly. Yes. So for example, one weekend I was feeling like very, very dark thoughts of depression and like, would anyone even care if I was here anymore? Like no one would even notice. And I was like, this is new to me. Like I knew right away, this is not me. So I'm like, okay, whose is this? What's going on? And I realized it was someone uh, in my circle. And so I just send it whatever whatever the answer is, whoever it is, we're all one. So you're going to want to send it unconditional love and light. So you just keep your hand on your heart. You keep breathing and you say, I now release this into love and light. It is safe to go into the light. 
when it goes into the light, it doesn't, it's not going to go and like find another empath and like attach right. to someone else. I think a lot of people are afraid of, well, if I release it, someone else is going to have to take it on. Or if I don't take right. on this stress for my sister or my family, then they have to carry it alone. And that is just not true. Mm, when yes. you send it into the light, it gets transmuted into positive energy. So it actually helps everyone else too. You're helping the yeah. collective energy rise. You're helping the collective vibration. So I'll do your part, people, every day. <laughs> What's weighing on me? Whose is it? And then either way, I send it into love and light and then trust that it's gone into love and light and let it go and just breathe. And you might have to do it if it's a very strong like identity that's weighing on you or a very strong belief or a strong emotion. You might have to do it a couple of days in a row to really feel it release, yes. but it, I, it will release like it really does. So that's how you do it. And it's so true. Like um, for me, like working in the environment, like I work with probably like 15, 16 people a day easily. And yeah. um, you know, like <laughs> not that I like take the responsibility, <laughs> but like a lot of the time people will be like, well, I can't be in a good mood if Ashley's not here. Cause she kind of sets the tone. <laughs> and like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then like um, sometimes like if I'm in a bad mood, they're like, what's what's going on like are you are you allowed to do that <laughs> yeah so, like a lot of the time it's like you know like checking in um and just like really like you said asking yourself like whose energy it is um you know like for me um I've never really experienced it but like even when my partner's not around me um I still pick up on what she's dishing out and I'm like okay like let's <laughs> let's bring this back because both of us struggle with mental health you know um mm-hmm. and so I think like not only like checking in with yourself, like you were saying, and like making sure that it's um, yours or somebody else's energy, but also using your support systems around you is so vital. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, oh, like I have a whole entire work crew or I have, you know, 20 friends that are going to have my back. Even if you just have one person that you can lean on, um, you know, really just surrender and accept that person into your life, you know, um, and if you don't have somebody, we got your back. Like, that's what we're here mm-hmm. for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, I've, like, <laughs> I've had so much judgment in, like, the last couple months um, of my life, probably, like the, like, the most I've ever had in the last, like, year. Um, but at the same time, I've also had the most support. And yeah. without that support, I'd probably go insane by now. But, like, it's yeah. just such a beautiful thing because – there's people that are like, your, your life doesn't make sense or what you're doing doesn't make sense. And I've fully accepted that, like, we don't have to make our lives make sense for anybody else. As long as it makes sense to us, as long as we feel that we're aligning our soul and taking on our soul's journey and finding our inner peace and authenticity, then what does it matter? You know what I mean? And we're here, we're here when you don't fit in, when you're the black sheep, when you're questioning things and you don't feel maybe like you're, you're like, what, what's my purpose here? Or like, you're really questioning things. That's Mm -hmm. because you're here to transmute and transform everything around you. You know, we're here to break the generational trauma. We're here to, you know, really activate the collective and get them like amped up. We're here to do multi-purpose things, multi-dimensional things. We're here to really rain on the collective and bring them to where they're supposed to be. And it doesn't come easy. It comes with struggles, but Mm -hmm. I promise when we get there, when things start really changing, um, we're no longer needing to, um, you know, box ourselves in and people are yeah. really realizing that. And then there's going to be the people that are going to be like, oh, well, you know, like 
no, we need to stay in these boxes. And then there's the people that are like, no, we need to get out. But either way, like we're, we're all about getting out of the box and really just lighting up the collective, but Mm -hmm. it has to start with us. Right. Like, but we don't have to do it alone either. And that comes from like your support system, like you said, unconditional love and just really checking in with who we are and um, checking in with our energetic selves and everybody else's energy around us as well. Yeah. And for people who don't have, they're like, if there's anyone listening going like, I literally have no one, like I don't have that support system. It always starts, like you have everything you need within. You really do have access to unconditional love, unconditional peace, unconditional abundance, unconditional healing. Cause that's your nature. Like that's who you are as a soul. We all have access to that. We are of that divinity. So just putting your hand on your heart and feeling the unconditional love that's there, that's always been there is a great place to start. And then when you do that, you'll magnetize like the human people too to come towards you, but don't do it with the intention of like, well, if I put my hand on my heart long enough, or if I breathe long enough, then someone else will show up to save me or then some guy or girl will come along to make me happy. It's like, no, you have everything you need to be a sovereign being, to be happy, to be whole, to be loved, to be held within you. Cause we're all Mm. connected anyway with our energy. But when you do that first, you'll naturally magnetize love you know, from other humans. Yeah. And into your life. I love that so much. It was so funny. My dad asked me like a week ago. And like, if you're unfamiliar, like um, if anyone's unfamiliar, like my dad's a narcissist. So, uh, um, you know, it's a bit challenging sometimes. And uh, sometimes mm-hmm. he tries to come off like really spiritual, just like, so he can protect himself properly. Um, the other day he was asking me like, do you love yourself? And I was like, of course, cause who else is going to do it for me? You know? Um, and uh you know, like, um, I, I think there's so much um, yeah. false identification when it comes to being an empath or a highly sensitive person that we are here to, like, our mission um, is to save everybody when it's yeah. not. We're here yeah. to redefine that if we dive into ourselves, if we, like, just have, instead of a distance, we really dive into that depth, if we really connect with ourselves that we show ourselves that unconditional love, that we find that inner peace and authenticity, that we will cause the ripple effect instead. And instead Mm -hmm. of having to save others, others will show up for themselves. You're giving them permission to show up for themselves, just like you showed up for yourself. And, you know, like, we're not here, like, I I like refer to empaths as lighthouse because we're not here to, you know, we don't take anybody's hand or anything like that. We don't do the work for them. I'm going to give you the homework and it's Mm -hmm. up to you what you get graded on, you know, like, um, I'm like, I might be a teacher and you're the student, but you're going to eventually become that mentor or whatever else. Um, but it starts with you, you know, you have to be able to give yourself permission to show up and that's all you have to do is to show up. But I think this is basically a wrap. Um, I absolutely adore always having conversations with you M. I mean (laughs) I just I just feel like that it's like we get right to the point but like there's just so much understanding and back and forth communication Mm -hmm. comprehension and consideration of what's going on and uh, I just love it because we're just in here to support the collective and we just do it on such a soul level that it's just such a beautiful magnetizing thing that we can express with other people so thank you so much again for being Mm -hmm. here Um, I absolutely love all that you do and just who you are as a being and a soul and it's just like ah yes like 
I can't lift you Aww. up enough, but at the same time, same <laughs> level, sure. you know what I mean? Like, it's just great, you know? Yes. Um, it's just beautiful. So again, thank you for sharing your message. I'm so glad that we can get this out to everybody and just thanks for being here. Yeah. But the feeling is mutual and thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, you take care. Love, light and dark as always, everyone. Um, just uh, don't forget to uh, embody, embrace and elevate. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me. I had such a delightful time as always. Even if this podcast episode only reaches one person, I know that my energy, my medicine and my purpose has been served. You can definitely find me on Conscious Collective on Facebook and the group there is absolutely elevating for the conscious mind of empaths, highly sensitive people and influencers. There you can find free value as well as just learning materials and a really tight-knit community. You can find me on Facebook under Leviathan's Co or on Instagram or Pinterest. And you can find me at www.leviathanscove.com. That's L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N-S-C-O-V-E.com. And there you can find all my shop products with pure, organic, beautifully handcrafted plant medicine products, programs, one-on-one coaching or mentoring, and so much more. Thank you as always. Love, light, and dark. Make sure that you embrace your body, elevate your mind, and enrich your soul. 